welcome to Astrology and Spirituality, the podcast. I'm Nuthan Joshi. And I am Snee Joshi. Together, we will explore the big questions in life, like what is karma and reincarnation? What is our purpose in life? And is everything predestined or do we have free will? We'll be looking at everything from the perspective of a yogi and a Vedic astrologer. We're ready. Are you? Hi everyone and welcome back to Astrology and Spirituality, the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to discuss wealth. So, I'm sure lots of people ask you this question because I'm interested Mm -hmm. in my own chart and everyone else's. What do you look out for when you're analysing someone's chart in terms of how wealthy they're going to be, how they make their money, uh, what's good for them? What are the key indicators? Okay, first of all, I must remind you that when I put up the charts, I have a rising sign. Rising sign is your first house. Mm -hmm. That is you, yourself. Mm -hmm. So it is very crucial that we know how you are functioning as a person. So leaving that on one side, we have second house, sixth house, uh, 10th house and 11th house that we look at. And these are Eartha houses. And the 11th house is, of course, the house of gains. Very important house. So yeah, these are the houses we look at and we work out how this person is going to be wealth-wise. Okay, so just coming back to that, you said the first house is really important Mm -hmm. and then you've got the wealth houses because a lot of people may go online and they might say, oh, my second house is sitting really well, Mm -hmm. my 10th house is sitting great. But if their first house has fallen, Mm -hmm. that means they're not functioning Correctly. Correctly. Mm -hmm. Right. So that could have an effect on other things. So you've got to take everything into consideration. Absolutely. And I think it is very crucial that uh, we realise how these planets are working. Not only that, Nuthan. We also go one step forward. If I want to be 100% sure that I'm giving the right guidance to this person, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say you're going to be rich and the guy says... Where is my wealth? Or the Where's my money? Show Where's me my the money? money? Have to go deeper into it, and we do look at constellations as well. These are called nakshatras. Within the twelve signs that we put up in your chart, uh, we have twenty-seven constellations, and they are very important to your uh, reading. Absolutely important. So again, you're looking at lots and lots of different things. Yes, we are. So without getting too complicated, Mm -hmm. I think we should just look at some famous people's charts. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first person I want to look at is, of course, Jeff Bezos. So Jeff Bezos is the co-founder of Amazon. He co-founded that with his ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's one of the wealthiest men in the world. Yeah. So let's take a look. When I look at his rising sign, Mm -hmm. it is the sign of Pisces. Now remember, Pisces people are dreamers, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, they are ruled by Jupiter. Straight away we see Jupiter is sitting in his number one house. Now that tells me a lot about this person. So even if the rest of the chart didn't work out, I know he'd have a charmed life. Mm -hmm. You know, so he wouldn't have so many difficulties because the rising sign is so important that you are the person who's going to take your, drive your life forward in this world. So that's very well placed. Then we go to his number two house, which is a financial house and also to do with lots of other things. So I don't want to mislead anyone. There's lots of things that are in the number two house. Yeah, because that's also your food and drink house, It right? is your food and drink yeah. house and it's your f- happiness. Lots of things come in there. But I, I'm specifically 
focusing on the finances. Okay. So the number two house is ruled by Mars and it actually goes and exalts in the number 11 house. When I use the word exalt, and I mean, you can understand it means it's very well placed. Yeah, it's in the best position. So it it's can be in. in its best, best position. Okay. So second in 11th. And yeah. doesn't that create a dumb yoga? It does. And it's even better than that because the 11th ruler is also sitting in its own house. Okay. So, so, so it's kind of it's maximizing the results. Absolutely even maximizing it. Then we go to his number six house and his number six house ruler is Sun. Mm -hmm. And that goes and sits in his number 10th house of status, work and things like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's very well placed. Okay. So just to kind of go over mm -hmm. it again. So the first house represents you as a person. Mm -hmm. Second house represents inherited wealth. So it does. So that can be from past lives or it can be from the life you're living it's now. True, yeah. Family money. Um, 11th house is house of gains, mm -hmm. so that's through business or your own effort. 6th house is everyday work. Yeah. And 10th house is your profession and your status. Absolutely. Okay. So, so now that you've cleared that, that's wonderful. <laughs> and then we come to the number 10 house. Yeah. And when we come to the number 10 house, that is, as you said, status and work and everything. And that ruler is sitting in the first house. Now we automatically know mm -hmm. that this person is not going to be a nine to five guy. No. He's going to work for himself. Mm -hmm. and, and it sits in the first house. He's, yes, that's his main ruling Main house. ruling house because Jupiter yeah. rules him and Jupiter rules his number 10 house. So, you know, he's very tied up with his profession. Profession, yes. He's a public face. Absolutely. So, so that's absolutely important that we check it all out. Now, I didn't have to go any further on this chart, but if I was talking to him mm -hmm. and I didn't know this guy, I would tell him there is a lot of wealth in your chart. But, you know, I would say that you have to work hard because he's a dreamer. Remember that. Yeah. I don't want him to dream about things and he's dreamt about his persona and status and everything and then does nothing about it. Yeah. So it is very important we take it forward. So I would be encouraging him that the potential is huge in your chart. And if I was you, I'd do something about it. So what would that be indicated by? The drive? Where is that indicated in someone's chart? Uh, first of all, the drive comes from Mars. Mars is your motivation and sun. Okay. okay? Yeah. Uh, of course, your ruling planet plays a big part where he's sitting. His ruling planet is in dreamer's house. So I know he dreams a lot. He's a visionary. He is yeah. a visionary. That's mm -hmm. the right word. Yeah. And, and ultimately, he's going to be a very charitable person as well because it is a Pisces sign, you know. Mm -hmm. So So remember that the drive comes from Mars and it comes from Sun. So if you look at the house, his status house, mm -hmm. it is fire, Sagittarius sign, okay? Yeah. It is fire. And there are four planets sitting there. We have got Moon sitting there, Mercury sitting there, Ketu, and we've got Sun sitting there. Mm -hmm. and, and if you ask me, what are these other planets doing there? It's his Karma brought forward house ruler, fifth house, mm -hmm. is moon. Yeah. And he's sitting in his tenth house. Okay. So it is again linked with his work. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've just taken a look and Mars yeah. is sitting in his eleventh house of gains. Absolutely. And Mars right. is his ninth house of karma to be enjoyed. And okay. it's sitting in his wealth house, mm -hmm. exalted. So he will enjoy <laughs> a lot of wealth in this life. So yeah. we can see lots and lots in this guy's chart that he can do for himself. I would, of course, go one step forward. I would look at his constellations. I would match everything up. I would match up his periods in life, mm -hmm. when his wealth is going to come, 
and things like that. So when we go into his periods. Well, just a quick question before yeah. we get into that. Just say there was someone born at the same time mm -hmm. in the same hospital and his name was John Butcher. Mm. John Butcher. Um, but he, he didn't make all this money. Mm -hmm. But he had the same chart. Mm -hmm. What would you say about that? Okay, so first things first, you should always understand that everybody's past lives are not going to be the same. The experiences are not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. So when we come into this life, we are bringing our own karmic debts and of course we spoke about that in the first yeah, podcast yeah. debts and things that we are going to enjoy in this lifetime so it could be a lot which is carried from the past lives and it's a lot uh, so to answer your question about this other guy he probably would do very well mm -hmm. depending on his background where was he born yeah all right how many opportunities has he got around him so he would still make it to what degree would he make it is debatable. So it could be someone born in the same hospital, yeah. but obviously into a different family yes. where personalities are different. And we all know we are influenced by the people absolutely, we surround ourselves yes. with. That's absolutely So true. the outcome would be different. Outcome would be different, but he still would have money. Mm -hmm. I think he would have money. How much money he would have is debatable. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I would like to believe that he will have the opportunities and everything. But, you know, I have noticed that it often depends on your background. Uh, where you're born and what sort of karma are you bringing forward here mm. and and uh, there is unseen karma that we bring forward as well yeah. so you know we've got a lot to weigh out and also you have to be the type of person who takes that opportunity and really runs yes. with it yes you can't just sit in your house and say oh i've got a great chart yeah <laughs> like, i'm gonna make lots and lots of money because you know i had my chart done we've got to actually do something about it so 100 yeah. percent. so so when we look at bezos chart um we know that um, everything began for him at the age of 24, mm -hmm. even younger because he was a visionary. And if, you, if he was at university or school, he wasn't interested. He wanted to work. So, I mean, I haven't got too much history about him, but I feel that at the age of 24 onwards, he did a lot more for himself because sun as a planet came into his dasha system, which is timing in life. Yeah. And uh, he came into that period uh, when he was 24 years of age. Okay, and Sun sits where in his chart? It's in his 10th house of work. Got it. So, I I mean, I did see a documentary on him mm -hmm. recently, and I think he was working as an investment banker okay. in his 20s. Mm -hmm. And then he met his wife at work, okay. and then they co-founded Amazon. Amazon was uh, an online bookstore. Right. And his wife is a writer. Okay. So you can see there how karmically that could have helped. Wow. Right? Yeah. So we're definitely going to take a look at Mackenzie Scott's chart because yeah. I'm really interested. Um, so he was in the sun period. Six years, up yeah. to 30. And then he came into the moon period, which is his karma brought forward house, sitting mm -hmm. number five house, which is a luck house, yeah. sitting in his 10th house. That's even better because that's reaching out to the public. Okay, well, this is what's interesting. He entered his moon period in 1994, mm. and that is the same year they launched Amazon. Okay. So that fits in really well. All right. Which is great. So he was 10 years in that. And then the mega, mega money mm -hmm. began at the age of 40 years and five months. Would you believe that's when he came into his Mars period? That's sitting in his 11th house where I said to you that he can have lots and lots of gains. Okay. So can you imagine this guy has come up with this sort of a chart where Sun, Moon, Mars are running 
one after the other, mm -hmm. which is making sure that the momentum is there yeah. for making money. Mm -hmm. And we know he's made a lot of money. Today, as I speak about him, he's in his Rahu period. And uh, when we look at Rahu, Rahu is um, uh, sitting in his number four house. So it kind of gives and takes. Yeah, so Rahu is sitting in the fourth house, which would be your home comfort house. Right, yeah. And we know that he's had a divorce mm -hmm. and he's now in a new relationship. Um, I did notice his Venus is sitting in the 12th house. Oh, yes, yes. I always look at these things, especially when looking at men's charts. Um, <laughs> the 12th house is bedroom affairs, right? It is, it is. And if Venus is sitting there, then it just shows that he's got lots of them. Um, so I'd, I'd say that he does... Um, look outside his marriage or maybe he did yeah right. we don't know we don't know the facts but i don't know the facts but it, it does indicate that he can have uh, extramarital, extramarital right. affairs yeah okay interesting um and then moving forward what is his chart like? so um uh, right now as we speak about him um he's in his sadhisati mm -hmm. um he's been in sadhisati for the last five five six years and he's going to come to the end of that period in january 2023 uh, but even having said that, you must understand, we don't just talk about Sadi Sati. We speak about where Saturn is moving in your chart. It's yeah. going into a 12th house of losses, then it goes into his first house. Mm. So there are some difficulties indicated in which way or what way uh, it will all come to light. Because remember, Rahu gives, Rahu takes. And it does give you a lot of finance, but in the meantime, it does uh, take away your emotional side of things, right? Yeah, so, and even financially, his uh, divorce yes, cost yes. him a lot of money, it right? It probably did. So, yeah. it, it, so it's not like money is going to stop coming all of a sudden. No, because it's a business. Uh, and you can see that he still has Venus to come between uh, 2023 and 2026. You said he's with someone. Has he married this woman? I don't know. I think they're just, they're just dating. dating. Or maybe they're married. Who knows? I don't really... Uh, okay, so, so I think it's a lot to do with relationships moving okay. forward. Yeah. yeah. So could he get married in that time, do you think? Um, uh, I, I wouldn't say that is the right time to get married because there will be difficulties. Okay. Another thing I must remind you about Venus in the 12th house, you never lose money. You, so it's you, good for money. Uh, it's good good for money because you never lose money. So, so is um, that why all these rich guys cheat? I just don't get it. As if. Right. Okay. Um, so next chart, let's look at Mackenzie Scott. Okay, now if you look at Mackenzie, it is very interesting because mm -hmm. her rising sign is Aries. Okay. And you know, I said to you that he's got all his planets in Sagittarius, and uh, Mackenzie has got all her planets in the sign of Aries. Mm -hmm. And her ruling planet is also sitting in her number one house. Okay. So she's, she's a force to be reckoned she with. She is a force to be reckoned with. Got it. She gets bored easily. She's got this going on in her head, that going on in her head. And she wants to do lots and lots of things. And because her son sits in the 12th house, mm -hmm. he's going to be such a charitable person. She's mm -hmm. going to give a lot. And uh, all that will come to light as well because that's her karma brought forward ruler. Mm -hmm. So it is indicated in her chart that she has to be charitable if she wants to fulfill this journey of hers. So her soul's in. purpose in this She lifetime. has to give a lot of charity. I don't know what she's doing right now. But she's, uh, she is giving lots and lots away. Okay. Lots of money away to, you know, well, she's, she's just recently given like millions away to a charity. Then she's yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah. And uh, if you look at her chart, she's got, her second ruler is Venus and uh, Venus sits in her first house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
her sixth ruler is uh, Mercury and it sits in her first house. Okay. And then her tenth ruler is Saturn. It sits in the first house, but it is fallen. Now, just because it's fallen doesn't mean it's going to ruin everything. Mm -hmm. it, it does ruin relationships, by the way. Yeah. Okay. We, nobody likes Mars and Sun in their first house. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at the opposite house, which is your marriage house, yeah. it, it is throwing their eyes on that marriage. And when there are at planets in your first house, we call them bad because they're okay for business and everything, but not for relationships, okay? Yeah. So when Saturn is fallen and Mars is sitting there, it's not good for her marriage. So ultimately they, they are divorced now. She um, has remarried, so. Uh, naturally she's gonna get married because remember, in the natural zodiac, when we have Jupiter uh, Jupiter sitting in a Libra sign, Libra mm -hmm. sign is our relationship house. Mm -hmm. We are not going to be without a relationship. Yeah. So she's always going to get married. And her rising sign is Aries. Yeah. Her opposite sign is Libra. So she, I, I'm not surprised that she's married. And also, if you do look at her seventh house, mm -hmm. she's got Jupiter she's sitting there. She's got beautiful Jupiter. That's there. really auspicious. So her yeah. partner was very good for her. That was a good partnership. You see, I, I like it that you brought it up because that is her karma to be enjoyed ruler sitting her in partner. her partner's house. Yeah, yeah. So the partnership really worked out financially and they got married. They I'm sure they were in love. love. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, I, as I said, when you have Saturn and Mars looking at your marriage house, it's mm. not very good. But um, remember, she tries two people. Right. So that's yeah. very good. And she's got a lot of get up and go in her. Um, today, as I speak about her, Let's see what period she's running. Uh, she's also in Rahu, would you believe it? And yeah. as I've maintained, Rahu gives, Rahu takes. And if you look at where her Rahu is sitting, is sitting in the 11th house, it's very well placed because <laughs> 11th house is making more and more money. Whatever she does, she can mm -hmm. put her finger in any pot yeah. and she's going to make it into gold. So Brilliant. she's okay. got a good so chart. Well. She's got a good chart. Okay, the next person I really want to look at is, of course, Oprah Winfrey. Oh, wow. Yes. Love Oprah. Yes. I love her podcast. <laughs> Obsessed. No, from what I know, she's a very hardworking woman. Mm -hmm. So let's look at her chart. There is so much we can tell looking at their charts. In a way, these are uh, good charts to look at people who are in the public eye because then you can see how well the charts are working. Yeah. And then you have more faith in Vedic astrology. You think, wow, you know, mm -hmm. we can see so much. If you look at her chart, her rising sign is Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. Now, Sagittarius in itself is a very spiritual sign. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she's widening her horizons and she's kind of going into spirituality and wellness and all that. And it's all based on that. Her Jupiter, the ruling planet, is sitting in number six house. That is a workhouse, remember yeah. that? Mm -hmm. Her effort. She puts lots and lots of effort into what she does. Yeah. She never just, she might feel like she's flowing in her life now, but this is now. Mm -hmm. As she was a young person, I'm sure she had her difficulties in her life. Yeah. So let's let's analyze her chart. Her second house ruler is gone and sat in the 11th house of gains in exaltation. Similar to Jeff Bezos. So and again, that's a done yoga. That is a done yoga. And mm -hmm. you can immediately see, and you know, it is even a special yoga because Venus, the ruling planet of Libra, sits in the number two house. They've exchanged places. Nice. So I don't want to complicate things too much, but it is absolutely brilliant. You can see it, how yeah. it's working out. 
Then we come to the number six house that is also ruled by Venus sitting in the number two house. And then we come to the number 10 house is sitting in her number two house, 11th house ruler in her two house. Now it money, is money, money. It is money, but it is a Capricorn sign. Now, because Capricorn sign is a number two sign, mm. she is going to work hard. She always wanted status. She yes. always wanted to rise above where she was born. We know her background was not fantastic. Yeah. And look where she is today. It's amazing. Absolutely it's magical and unbelievable what she's come through. We do see her difficulties when she was a young person and when she was a child and she went through a lot because her Mars sits in the number 12th house, which is behind the doors, dark house. Yeah. And it is a Scorpio sign, which makes it even deeper and darker. Yeah. Okay. And then a moon fallen there. So we know that she might have been physically or sexually abused. Or, yeah, it's, it's common you know. knowledge. She, she spoke about it on the show and she had a really tough upbringing. So she yeah. had all that. And look, if she hadn't worked hard, mm. if she had just sat there and accepted this is me, this is who I am. Because some people do that. Yeah. It depends on where you're coming from, okay? If your soul is not that way motivated. Mm -hmm. Now remember, your mind and your soul are two different things. Absolutely, yeah. Because you could have like, you know, you could say, I need to go out there and make lots of money. Yeah. But your soul could be saying, actually, I want to go live in a monastery yeah. or I want to do this. And then it will take you away from what your mind, mind is telling you to do. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Or some people just acquire wealth without even trying, trying that hard. Yes, yeah. but I know that Oprah did work hard because Capricorn sign is a very hard-working sign. And um, she's been through her Sade Sati. She Wasn't has, she born in her Sade Sati uh, Yes, well? she was. Yeah. So she had her Saturn's return and Sade Sati at the same time because her Saturn is sitting one house before the moon. Mm. So she's been through her Sade Sati. Lots of things have happened because yeah. I know that they might not be public knowledge. But lots of things have happened to her health-wise and lots of other things must have happened which we are not aware of, yeah. okay? So um, she is going through that and today as I speak about her, the period she's running, very important what periods you're running in life. They they really make or break you. So they also activate the configurations yeah. in your chart. They do. Dashes are really important because if your Venus is placed well in your chart, but you're not running a Venus period, yeah. you may not get all of those benefits. Yeah. But the moment you run that Venus period, everything will start opening up for you. That is absolutely true. Yeah. And that's what happened with Bezos and it mm -hmm. happened with Mackenzie as well. So if you look at Oprah's chart right now, she has been in the moon period, which is in her 12th house since she was 57 years of age, 10 years of that. That's a very yeah. emotional time. And, and also health-wise, okay? And then today, as I speak about her, she's in a mass period again. It's not an easy time for her. I know people would say, oh, what is going on? It is to do with, um, you know, we think she's, she's okay. She's dealing with it. You know, it can affect us any time in our life, whatever has happened to us. Uh, when we were young, yeah? So you're saying mentally... It's I have a time. feeling that she's having a very tough time. Mars sits in her 12th house. It is, yeah. And it is her karma broke forward. So, her so karma it's broke not forward a good time right brilliant. now. No. Okay, interesting. Okay. So it it in this period, if you are on your spiritual path, it does help you. Mm -hmm. Because whenever we run the period which is in the 12th house, we always say retreats. Go and have a chill out, do some meditation, do some yoga. Alone time, it's a time uh, to Alone reflect. time and uh, perhaps she's already winding down and she's 
I know she's very much of a people's person, mm. but there will come a time when she doesn't want to carry on doing that. Yeah. So um, it is a tough time for her. But, you know, as I said, we don't get to know how the ins and outs. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So um, I would also like to take a look at Elon Musk. Oh, wow. Yes. Very controversial. I tried watching a documentary on him. I just couldn't really bring myself to do it. I just wasn't that interested. I don't know why. Maybe because he's not very likeable. I'll, I'll tell you about him. Let's let's discuss him. Um, because as I said, uh, we don't just find out about your wealth and this and that. We know no. who the person behind it exactly. is. Exactly. It's a full analysis. So that's the interesting part. So let, let's look at Elon Musk, right? So if I look at him, his rising sign is Gemini. So what does Makes that tell sense. you? Well, he's very talkative, two-faced, <laughs> in your face. Great one minute. It's it wasn't Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson has a lot of planets in the oh, sign of Gemini. Gemini. So it is as good as as it's, a rising yeah, sign. Yeah. When you have a rising sign which is um, Gemini, uh, you're very much a people's person. Okay, mm -hmm. don't forget that. Yeah. Your communications are great. Uh, yes, you can blow hot and cold. Uh, we don't know. You're like a chameleon. You know, one minute you're something else and one minute you're something else. Yeah. So you can be two-faced. So people never really get to know this person. But look at him. His rising sign is Gemini and Mercury is the ruler, sits in his number one house. So again, it's like with Jeff yeah. Bezos, he had his rising sign sitting in his first house. Yeah. Who else had that? Did... Um... Uh, Mackenzie had it. Mackenzie had that as and, well. But not, not Oprah. Oprah. Not yeah. Oprah. And if you look at um, Elon, Elon has got it as well in his first house. Now, you, you won't believe this. I mean, I I love Vedic astrology, uh -huh. you know. I can tell. Because <laughs> it, it really does tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I if I was looking at his house, and I, I promise you, if I didn't know anything about him and he came to see me, I would say you're interested in cars, yachts, beautiful houses, da da da, mm -hmm. land. You can acquire so much in your life. And we know today that he's very much into cars. How is that indicated in his Because chart? Mercury rules his number four house as mm -hmm. well. Okay. First house and number four house. So when it sits in your first house, you know you're going to acquire all these things. And the number four house rules land, properties, like building properties on yep. land, luxury. luxury. Yeah. Um, and it, it rules cars. So I would have said you're going to drive the best car ever. Da, 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 or you make know? a Tesla. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the reason he's also, he's an intelligent guy. Mm. Don't ever get it wrong. He's a very intelligent guy. I don't think he uses his mind to the degree that he should use it. Because I know he's interested in space and everything. And he will actually acquire it. You know, mm -hmm. he's that kind of a person. Yeah. He's very motivated. Mm -hmm. Mercurial people can't sit in one place. They have to be in the hub of everything. Mm -hmm. All right. Remember that. You need to be seen, heard, all those things. Well, we can see and hear a lot of him, especially with this whole Twitter debacle. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. Now he's going, well, there you go. Gemini. Twitter. Yeah, Gemini. Exactly. They, so, I, I, it totally went out of my head. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And also with him, he's, he's very controversial, isn't he? He is controversial. And the controversial um, uh, arises from different aspects. And uh, you, you're not going to believe this. His financial ruler is sitting in the third house, which is a communications, communications house. house and yeah. and uh, so if it wasn't just communications, I would have said to him, you're going to be creative. Now mm -hmm. look at him. He's been creative. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tesla and everything, yeah. you know, he's been creative. So it is a good chart, um, but he doesn't know how to look after his money. 
because he's got Ketu in the second house mm -hmm. and uh, um, eighth house he's got Rahu. Mm -hmm. So there, there is a little bit of a twist here. So it is your food and drink house. So I don't yeah. trust him very much with... So he could have dabbled in a... Well, all yeah, sorts of I'm things. Sure lots of people have. Uh, drugs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, his food and he enjoys his food, but bad foods. So he really always has to be careful about it, the yeah. food and drink. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it also rules a financial axis all right so when it is a financial axis when you get ketu in the second house and it is a moon's house and of friends right mm -hmm. and it sits the rahu sits opposite you're always balancing with money so you can yeah. lose everything and then gain it again quickly and you're building something else up and the main reason i can see here in his chart is mm -hmm. that he talks to people and he convinces them that they should come on board invest and invest yeah so it's he's other very money. good at doing that mm -hmm. and and it is other people's money because his 11th ruler of gains is mars yeah it is in exaltation in the number eight house got it and that's another thing everyone who has talked about him has said he's very confident he's very self-assured so mm -hmm. obviously when you're going for funding yeah. you've got to go in there and say well listen yes. i'm going to make you lots and lots of money so Put your money forwards and yeah. we'll make lots of money together. He does follow through with that. He yes. has made his investors a lot of money. Yeah. But I'm sure he's lost lots as well. Yeah. I, think. I, I think he went bankrupt at some stage and he had no money. I think it was when he was running his Sade Sati. Mm -hmm. uh, he did lose money. But leaving that aside, he's lucky because his ruling planet sits in his first house. The motivation yeah. is always there. Okay. Always there. So, so we can see that other people's money... Um, so other people's money is ruled by what? What house are we looking at? Um, other people's money is number eight house. Mm -hmm. And then we also notice that he's got Venus and Saturn um, in the number 12 house. Okay. Now, when we look at um, uh, money, when I talk about other people's money, it is also your wills, legacies, yes. your family yeah. money and that sort of thing as well. Remember that. Because there is a rumor that his father was a billionaire as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. and that he acquired all of his wealth from an emerald mine in South Africa. But of course, Elon Musk has said, well, that's not the truth. Because he doesn't want to be seen to be benefiting from something yeah, absolutely. like that. Absolutely. And, and, and it probably I, is, right? You know, I started laughing because when he said emerald mines, I mean, he, he's got Venus sitting in the 12th house, which is diamonds. Diamonds. So yes. diamonds, emeralds, you know. Also, Venus sitting in 12th house, so maybe dodgy ways of acquiring it. Is, it is, because when your fifth ruler goes and sits in the 12th house and it is Venus, mm -hmm. uh, there, there are backhanders and, you know, it is a dark house. We don't know what sort of yeah. uh, communications he has with people out there, but, you know, we are not going to go there. But um, yes, I mean, I, I was smiling because of the diamonds that you mentioned and Venus rules that. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, karma brought forward is in the 12th house, but you know, doesn't mean that if your karma brought forward is not great, that everything else doesn't function yeah. for you. Yeah. But this guy, I know he's very wealthy right now, but he has to look after his money. Yeah. Otherwise, he can lose his money. So let's look at what he's running right now. So right now, even he's, I mean, all these They're people all I have Rahu noticed periods. are in the Rahu period. And Rahu gives and Rahu takes. And because his Rahu is in the number eight house, he does have a lot of investors. Mm -hmm. But let's check what comes after that. Okay, so in the Rahu will gain. And he comes Jupiter. into Jupiter in 2031. And that Jupiter is in his sixth house. So That's tables good. are turning. Yeah. No. No, not good? No, not good. Why is that not good? Because it's the 10th ruler and the 7th house and the 6th house and Saturn is aspecting it. 
not a great place enemies lots of enemies and people standing against him so if i was him and if he if he had any sense and i hope he listens to my podcast <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll just get Elon Musk on the line. <laughs> he should look after his money. Right, okay. Very important. Mm -hmm. so we've taken a look at Jeff Bezos, Mackenzie Scott, Oprah Winfrey and Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. I think now is probably the right time to mention we are currently in Kaliog. Mm -hmm. So for any of you out there who have read the Bhagavad Gita or who have any knowledge, this time in everyone's life is quite destructive. It's all about materialism, gaining wealth. What is your advice for people out there who um, who may not be happy at the moment, you know, with the amount of money that they've got or are not happy in their home life because all they're focused on is making money? I think that, um, uh, as you know, there are so many places sprouting up now, all to do with wellness. Mm -hmm. And now you know why, because our focus is just on wealth. So I think people should find time to do some meditation, yoga, and look after their mental health. Well, on that note, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast, Astrology and Spirituality. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening. Namaste. Namaste.